BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Cal Penn. to be back behind the desk because thank you thank you thank you because look you, you know what they say about my sequels right they're always better don't fact check that all right we got a great show for you tonight zoya akhtar will be here let's get into the headlines Okay, let's kick things off with the insane sports news from this weekend. The L.A. Dodgers signed superstar Shohei Otani to the biggest contract in all of sports history, $700 million. Wild, right? That is $1 for every minute it takes to watch one single baseball game. And also, let me just say, it is so great that Asian kids have another athlete to look up to. Am I right? But let's acknowledge it's also a lot of pressure. Dad, I got 100 on my chemistry test, but only 80 on your fastball. Go outside and practice. <laughs> but look, as crazy as this is, there was another sports story that might be even more shocking. Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott is addressing old comments about the 9-11 terrorists being a model for teamwork. They were brought to light by an independent journalist. The report said at a team meeting in 2019, quote, he cited the hijackers as a group of people who were all able to get on the same page to orchestrate attacks to perfection. McDermott says now that he never should have mentioned the hijackers. He says his original intent was to use the attacks to encourage the team because the events were so easily recognizable. I think this football coach may have taken the wrong lesson from 9-11. Like, when we said never forget, we didn't mean Al-Qaeda's teamwork. <laughs> Although, to be fair, this is not something you ever expect to hear from a football team. I mean, maybe a scumbag football team like the Eagles, but not a respectable <laughs> franchise like the Bills. Although, look, if we're giving Coach McDermott the benefit of the doubt, he didn't give the most inappropriate pep talk I've ever seen. 
Huddle up, everyone. Come on. Huddle up. Huddle up. In the second half, we're going to get out there. We're going to completely knock them out like Bill Cosby. I want you to end them like OJ ended his marriage. Our offense is going to be like mass shootings in America. They'll give up on even trying to stop us. On three. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Epstein didn't do it. Move on to the war in Ukraine. I know it's crazy that it didn't end, even though you stopped paying attention. But the money the U.S. is sending Ukraine for the war is about to end, which is why their president is coming to see if there's any more cash lying around. President Zelensky will make another trip to the U.S. this week as Congress and the White House are at odds over funding the war-torn country. But here's the problem. Congress seems to be at a stalemate over sending much-needed aid to this country. With just a few days left before the Hill wraps up for the year, Democrats hope to pass a bill that would provide funding for both Ukraine and Israel. But Republicans refuse to sign off on it because it does not include their proposals to enhance border security and stem migration. We're obviously deeply concerned about this. The the, we've got a, a few more weeks here, and then we're out of Schlitz. We're out of Schlitz? You're describing war funding with an old beer slogan? I'm surprised he didn't go with, come on, Congress. What's Yes, yes, military aid to Ukraine and Israel is being held up until Republicans can also get the immigration reforms they want. And yeah, I know, look, the border is a problem, but it didn't help the Democrats' case when Zelensky showed up by walking in through Mexico. (laughs) The crazy thing is, many Republicans in Congress actually agree on the funding. So you'd think they would just vote for it and move on to other important issues. Like, y'all, why are you stopping Ukraine from getting weapons when you could be stopping women from getting abortions? Eyes on the prize, Republicans, come on. That was one of the less popular ones tonight I see from this lefty crowd. But look, let's move on from Congress to some major political news about Hunter Biden. Seen here thinking about hookers. No presidential family member in recent memory comes with as much baggies, uh, I mean baggage, (laughs) as Hunter. And now the law has finally caught up with him. Breaking news overnight, Hunter Biden, son of the president of the United States, now indicted on nine counts related to his taxes. The nine count indictment, six misdemeanors and three felony charges accusing Hunter Biden of failing to pay $1.4 million in taxes from 2016 to 2019. Special counsel David Weiss insisting that during that time, Biden was living an extravagant lifestyle, spending on drugs, escorts and girlfriends, luxury hotels, rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, in short, everything but his taxes. Biden allegedly shelling out more than $600,000 on various women, another $397,000 on clothes and more than $180,000 on adult entertainment. In 2018 alone, he spent $43,000 here at the Chateau Marmont, where he admits in his memoir, he partied so hard, hotel management kicked him out. Special counsel David Weiss says Hunter tried to write off his wild spending as tax deductions, claiming a $10,000 fee for a sex club was a golf club membership, and a $1,500 $500 Venmo payment to a stripper 
was a payment for artwork. Wow. All right, claiming a stripper as artwork is like the nicest compliment ever to that stripper. She's like, am I turning you on? And he's like, actually, you're making me reflect on the interconnectedness of light and darkness. Now I shall slip a 20 between them titties. But yes, look, Hunter Biden spent millions of dollars on drugs and sex instead of paying his taxes. And it's shocking to think that the presidential race might come down to who goes to jail first, Hunter Biden or Donald Trump. Although, maybe if we're lucky, the two of them might end up in a cell together. Like, you throw George Santos in there and I am watching that show. Seriously, though, I feel bad for Joe Biden. People say he needs to rein Hunter in, but, like, how? His old-timey vocabulary doesn't even cover this kind of stuff. Son, I, I, I heard you've been smoking the jelly beans, watching the hanky-panky reels, paying... Paying birds to shake their fannies. We're almost out of Schlitz. <laughs> for more on the Hunter Biden indictment and its consequences for 2024, let's turn to Michael Costa. <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael, I know this story gets complicated with all the tax issues. What are the implications for 2024? Well, Cal, as someone whose accountant is currently in prison... <laughs> For murder, I can tell you Hunter's situation is devastating. I don't think the Republicans are going to survive this. Wait, Republicans? You mean Democrats? No, I mean Republicans. Because on the one hand, yes, these charges against Hunter paint the picture of a deeply troubled man. But on the other hand, these charges also paint a picture of a man who is, and I can't stress this enough, so f cool. <laughs> what is cool about this? Oh, oh great question. Um, Everything. I, I mean, the two-week benders, the sex clubs. He's like a one-man episode of Entourage, the coolest show. The, the guy even got kicked out of hotels for partying too hard, which is way cooler than getting kicked out for crying too hard. See if I ever stay at that Best Western again. I'm sorry, Michael, but I disagree. It is not cool to spend a million dollars on drug-fueled sex parties and then try to get the IRS to pay for it. You know what? Actually, <laughs> as I'm saying it, it does sound pretty cool. Right? Right? And, and that's going to be the Republican Party's big problem. If voters start to think of Joe as the kind of guy who can snowplow Coke with Hunter in the champagne room, well, that destroys the Republican narrative. He's not sleepy Joe. He's wide-eyed, energetic Joe. Yeah with a bunch of crazy ideas. And most of them are about a train that can go to Mars, but he's engaged. And that's what America wants. I don't know, man. I don't know if people will vote for Joe Biden just because they think his son is cool. Well, first of all, Cal, I didn't say his son is cool. I said his son is so f cool, <laughs> which he is. And that's what the Republicans don't get. Hunter's got Lambos, porn, sweet clothes. What's Trump got? A golf cart, high cholesterol, and indictments? Indictments about documents? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Good luck in the election, nerd. Uh, hang on, Michael. Hunter isn't even the person running against Trump. That's right. Which is why I agree with you, Cal, that he should be. People always say they like Biden, but they wish he were younger. Well, you got your wish, Democrats. Hunter Biden, 2024. You don't even have to change the signs. That sounds so f cool. I told you. Michael Costa, I told you. Everybody.
Bruce Gay, and then Zoya Akhtar will be joining me on the show. Don't go away. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is around the corner, but this year, there's a bigger threat to the holiday than it's ever faced before. Grace Kuhlenschmidt has the report. We all know there's a war on Christmas, but this year, the happiest season is facing another threat. Christmas is turning gay. Gay Nutcracker, complete with a rainbow hat, a trans flag. Why do you think Target is selling this type of merch? A gay Nutcracker? It doesn't make sense. Why do they keep pushing this? Who are they trying to appeal to? Gay Nutcracker has gone way too far. I hit the streets to warn people of the terror that was coming this holiday season. People might have to bust their own nuts. I'm going to show you something, and I want you to try not to lose your shit, okay? Sure. It's a nutcracker. Well, it was definitely just out of the closet because it's uh, choice in clothing is a little suspect. You almost lost your shit. It's uh, it's progressive, you know. It's sort of terrifying that so many people are frightened by a little wooden toy. It's a gay nutcracker. You're saying that even just looking at this, you haven't turned gay? Not immediately. The gay nutcracker is better than the straight one. Would you say that this nutcracker is born this way by Lady Gaga? I don't know. I couldn't answer that. Totally. That's fair. That was the hard fair. question, yeah. yeah. It's crazy that they're doing this, right? Like, they're taking this manly Christmas icon who puts nuts in its mouth, typically dancing with sugar plum fairies, and they're making this gay? I've never associated the Nutcracker with manliness. I mean, like, is, no, it, is, totally. it, is it traditionally a manly thing? Christmas has never been gay at all. It's always been about a beautiful, straight couple, a virgin and her husband who have never had sex, and he's just remarkably chill when she gets pregnant. Illegal immigrants, too. You forgot that part. I did forget that part. Illegal. Thank you. Looking at this, you can't tell me that they're not sexualizing Christmas. Yeah, maybe, but also Christmas is full of sparkle. So 
Christmas is full of sparkle. Oh my god. How have I been so blind? It's the queerest holiday of all. How did I not see this? The twinkling lights, the tinsel, working with elves. Christmas is so gay. Yeah, it's amazing. Where's Mrs. Claus? Oh, she's having an affair with another woman, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing a theme here? Christmas is gay. I don't think Christmas is gay. Can you help me remember some of these straight lyrics for these holiday songs? Okay. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Christmas. Make the Yule tide. Have fun. Make the Yule tide. Gay. Christmas has always been gay. And so has the Yule tide. Okay, so someone needs to tell the Yule tide's family. Done, we now are. Gay apparel. Yeah, it's been there the whole time. It's been there the whole time. Maybe the problem isn't that this isn't gay, but that it's not enough representation. So I made something. <laughs> it's a lesbian nutcracker. Designated hitter on the softball team. It has a Gaylor Taylor Swift tattoo. Perfect. And it even comes complete with a U-Haul. I love it. It's also got a carabiner to be your keys. Oh my God, I love it. How much would you buy it for? This is easily 99.99 for mm -hmm. sure, right? So to the man next to me. 20, 40, 60, 80, $100. Dawn, we now are gay apparel. Now that I've made the perfect lesbian nutcracker, I realize there should be a nutcracker for everyone, even for those who want their Yuletide straight. If you could make this nutcracker less outlandishly gay, what would you do? You know, get in brews with the boys. Right. Okay, so beer. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe like a, like a chest tattoo that said like, I heart pussy. That's ridiculous, but I've seen it a lot. Well, the color would have to go. So maybe wearing all black? Yeah, they'd be definitely like that. Right. I took a survey. So this is gonna be a straight <laughs> nutcracker. Sure. And of course it comes complete with a draft beer from an icy mug. And then a tattoo that says, I heart pussy. Yeah. But how exactly do these crack nuts? I'm very glad you asked. Let me demonstrate. Okay. So basically, you're gonna need two. Right. And they could go total butt to butt mode. Yeah. They can also go chin to crotch modes. Um, <laughs> and look at that, a perfectly cracked nut. Oh my God, I just turned gay. <laughs> Wishing you all the gayest of holidays. May you proudly smash nuts with any nutcracker of your choosing. When we come back, Zoya Uchter will be joining me on the show. Don't go away. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is a filmmaker and a screenwriter who directed and co-wrote The Archies on Netflix. Please welcome Zoya Akhtar. a lot of wooing. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I know why. You are, uh, you are one, of, one of the top five, if not like the top director coming out of India right now, which is no small feat given how much incredible talent there is between Bollywood and the streaming platforms and independent cinema. I'm also and this, biased. And the South Cinema. And the South Cinema, of yeah. course. I sort of, yeah. I mean, you're in America, so everybody views it as the whole subcontinent. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I think uh, I'm biased because we've also been, been friends for years. You've yes. had me over to your home for dinner. Do you remember that night? The, yes, I do. Of course I do. Are we going to share that night? Yeah. What do, you, what do you remember about that night? I remember that my dog almost killed himself. <laughs> on the, my dog yes. attacked the brie yeah. from your plate. Yes, the, the, I did have brie on choked. my plate. It was very, yeah, and then you had to like... And he choked, and then I was like, my dog's going to die, my dog's going to die, Boogie's going to die. And this is like, Calpen was staring at what's going on. And then my assistant flipped him around, and he... he was... but, but not before, not before he, like, inadvertently bit you, right? And then you had to call your vet to be like, do I need rabies injections? No, he was, like, freaking out because he was choking. I didn't say he bit and you on I purpose. was trying to, like, yeah. It was... It was it was a chaotic Mumbai night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like that goes hand in hand with going to Mumbai. It's like beautiful chaos that will follow you everywhere. The uh, the Bollywood press has always been very kind to me. They're also like super dramatic, which I, I secretly Are love. Are you talking about the paps? The, yeah, 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 yeah. And there was one, I remember we, we did this press junket for something and they said, uh, so, some clicks. So I was like, okay, take some photos. And I remember like just going like this and there was a couch behind me. And this guy goes, please do some pose. <laughs> so I was like, what kind of pose do you want me to do? Let's lie down like this. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I can't. He goes, the picture will be everywhere. I'm like, I know. That's why I can't lie down like that. So, like, do you have any really good uh, Bollywood paparazzi stories? Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they are, they are uh, they're actually really sweet. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not yeah. that invasive in that sense. Right. But they will say very random things. Like, I'll get off a car and they'll be like, ma'am, full length. Give me full length. I'm like, how can this is my length? This is it. I can't give you any more. So it's stuff like that. But they are all, like, I've, I've, I've actually been at an event where I fell down. And I was like, please don't uh, 
put this out, and they were like, we won't. And they didn't. Awesome. So, yeah, they're very sweet. Till tonight. And yeah. now the no. pictures are going to come out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they are, they are very... I mean, look, anyone who, who uh, refers to Nick Jonas as Jijaji is, uh, yeah. is, is doing well, I think, in, in yeah. our book. Um, a, a resume as diverse as yours, I'm curious what drew you to an adaptation of a comic like uh, like The Archies. I mean, Netflix offered it to me, and I... <laughs> good reason. That's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> No, I grew up. I mean, it's 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 crazy that something so fundamentally American was also fundamentally a part of an urban Indian kid's childhood. Yeah. And I grew up in the 80s, and India wasn't liberalized at that time and global. So there was we didn't have access to as much stuff that we do today. And uh, Archie was one of the few things that everybody read, and it was our portal to this country. So everybody, it was like, and we were eight and ten. And we just wanted this teenage life uh, in this fictional place called Riverdale. And everybody grew up thinking that's America. Or, yeah. uh, and then, I mean, obviously, then we grew up and realized that's not America. But uh, when it came to me, it was, a, it was also at a time when I thought that it would be nice to do something like a return to innocence, you know. Uh, and uh, it's, it was kind of beautiful that it came to India because it was so special. Mm-hmm. And they wanted the in- industry in India to make it for the world. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just couldn't say no. It was also like something to go back to. Uh, less is more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a beautiful film. I, I ha- highly recommend it. Um, one of my favorite scenes was between Dilton and Reggie. Yes. It's this very special scene about friendship at a time. I don't want to ruin the whole thing, but yeah. when, you know, uh, Dilton's character is sort of scared to come out to his yeah. friends and and the friendship with with Reggie yeah. is kind of codified. Yeah. I guess uh, two questions for you on that. What made you want to write a scene like that? And then part of the reason I ask that is, my, you know, my partner Josh and I had been tracking the Indian Supreme yeah. Court decision, obviously very disappointed by the marriage equality decision. But I, you know, it why and how do you infuse these inclusive stories in India right now? I mean, stories are very important. And I mean, India has a very, very vibrant LGBT community. And uh, 2018, homosexuality was decriminalized. And there's been so much change and real positive change with that. And it's going to keep evolving. And part of that evolution is storytelling and filmmaking. And somewhere I feel it's not just like, oh, we're representing something, but you are... You're putting people into, you're taking someone and putting them in someone else's shoes, you know. You're, you're humanizing the other. You're, you're, you're just making people come closer. Like, stories travel and stories stay longer. And I don't know, they just, uh, they move you and shift you. And I think uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm lucky to be part of that uh, community that can, uh, like, that can affect some kind of evolution or change and represent and be there and, uh, you know, say how I feel. Your, uh, yeah. very sweet, but yeah. also look, that, that inclusivity is, is obviously noticed and, and, and people love it, especially when it's, when it's such a great form of, uh, included in such a great form of storytelling. Um, your, uh, you worked with your dad and your brother yes. on this movie. Both of them are multi-hyphenates. Yes. Um, I am terrified at the prospect of working with my parents <laughs> on anything, mostly because when I did Van Wilder, Way back in the day with Ryan Reynolds, I showed my mom the script and she screamed, this is pornography. Because <laughs> um, there was one nude scene in it, uh, which wasn't me that time. But I, I'm curious, what, what, uh, you know, what was it like working with your, your dad and your brother? I, I mean, this is, not, this is like my fifth film yeah. that they are on. Uh, they work on my work in some capacity or the other. And it's, uh, it's safe 
and also the most dangerous mm-hmm. because, uh, you, I mean, it's an honest space, so you'll uh, get the truth, but that's dangerous sometimes because that leads sure. to fights at the dinner table. Uh, but uh, they, they're, they're both incredibly talented men, and I am supremely lucky to have that resource, as is my mother. She's a writer as well. So between the four, we all write. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty manic. Dinner's manic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you can't, like, leave your work at home. No. Um, last couple of questions I just yeah. got to ask because I'm a huge Bollywood fan. Like, you are, you, you've worked in all these different mediums. Um, like, top three favorite people that you would want to work with again. Again? Yeah. Oh, or, wow. or, I guess, for the first time. Okay, again, let me just take again. Yeah, That'll great. Be That's safer, yeah. Uh, I think um, I'm going to take my, the actors I've worked with. So I think Ritik Roshan. Yeah. 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 For sure. I'm dying to work with him again. Farhan. Akhtar, yeah. I haven't worked with him, and uh, Ranbir Singh. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I want to put three of them in a movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, could you do four? I mean, I'm available. Happily. Uh, yes. Would you, by the way, just this is now just strictly for my um, paycheck, would you do like a Bollywood adaptation of Harold and Kumar? I'd love to. You would love to? I would love to. Let's make I that would, happen. Huge. I mean, I meant it as a half joke, but if we're serious, we should talk yeah. backstage. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Okay. Stop. All right. I'm down for this. The Archies is streaming worldwide on Netflix. Zoya Akhtar, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. That's our show for tonight. But before we go, please consider supporting Rainbow Railroad. They help at-risk LGBTQIA plus people who face violence and oppression get to safety. If you can, donate at the link below. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.